Good afternoon, welcome to the Small Business Support Group. It is Monday, it's the start of a brand new week. Let's see what this week brings us, shall we? We've got Aunt, um, Annie Sandy, sorry Grant. Andy Stein. It's your brother. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm awesome, thanks mate. Awesome. I am uh, uh, glowing from my semi-normal weekend <laughs> semi-normal it's it, yes oh and out out <laughs> well i had a drive <laughs> let's just do that i had a drive um but it's just us two today uh which is which is cool uh we've got lots to talk about which is brilliant yeah. um but let's kick things off because obviously as you say you've been out you went out on saturday night um did, did, let's, did you go did you go on friday did you go to your bins your beer bin no, I, I did uh, I did refrain on Friday. I uh, yeah, ran really? myself in. <laughs> That's fine. That's all right. Yeah. But uh, but I ended up um, ended up working unfortunately. It was not out of choice. <laughs> no, I had one of those afternoons. But you got booked in on on Saturday, so tell us how that went. Yeah, so um in fact I tell you what, before the uh, before I talk about the actual uh, the main event <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome by the way i'm still quite full um and i've still got my doggy bag in the in the fridge which is i think you know one of the best things about going out for a meal is always leftovers Definitely. you know can't beat that um i was really intrigued to to see what was going on um on saturday because obviously in the uk um guys we had the first um time that we could actually visit a pub or a restaurant restaurant with the new social distancing guidelines. Also hairdressers opened this weekend. Um, so it's quite quite fascinating actually to see what happened because a lot of people were really concerned. They were really worried that there was going to be mayhem, there was going to be total chaos and that people were going to go bonkers and be locked up for so long. Um, so round about three o'clock, and, and bear in mind, in fact, let, let me take a step back. The first thing I did was I went into Solihull which is our local town, town centre, decent town centre. And and it was noticeably busier than it has been recently. Still about a third as busy as it would normally be, I would say, on a Saturday. But what was really quite refreshing is to see that the cafes were open. Um, we actually went into, uh, into Pret and had a sit down um, and had a cup of coffee. Um, so that was my first experience of actually using a cafe restaurant pub or anything like that for the last what's it been three and a half four months um which did feel a bit weird and the way they're dealing with it in actual fact in terms of the registration is that they've got a qr code on every table and you have to as it seems voluntarily book yourself in so there's by no means any policing of it and i think i was the only person that did it looking in there they've obviously spaced out all the tables they've you know got everything um socially distanced um but in terms of monitoring who's been in and who hasn't because obviously they want to do that in case there's an outbreak and they can track people i think i was the only one that did it and i did it really out of curiosity um so, so that was my first observation but it was i have to say lovely to see these places open again to see people seeming to be visibly more relaxed i think is the is the um is, is the, the overall um, feeling I got from, from the shops. But they still weren't busy. About a third full of the observation. John Lewis, which is the big department store, um, was very much... Um, uh, the restrictions had been lifted a little bit. So 
prior to this, when I'd gone in um, into into Solihull, they'd got a very um, strict queuing system to allow you in and out. And when you got into John Lewis, um, there was hardly anybody in there. They clearly had a policy of just letting a few people in. They seem to have lifted that now and it was much busier. Still social distancing and sanitizer and everything in there. But again, um, the, the restrictions are definitely less, um, you know, uh, severe than what they used to be. Um, so on the whole, guys, I would say that going out and about now is starting to get back to, you know, what we'd expect. So that was my first observation. So then um, about three o'clock in the afternoon, I thought I'm going to have a drive round and I'm going to go and have a look and see what the pubs are doing. Um, purely out of research, because my dad loves a pint. He's very much on the vulnerable list with he's got um, lung problems and, and a few other ailments that would mean that, you know, he's very much in quarantine still and likely to be for a while. But I wanted to go and observe what the pubs were like, because as soon as we are able to do it in a safe and appropriate manner, I'd love to take the old man out for a beer. Uh, it is his medicine. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's it's awful that he hasn't been able to do it. Um, so three o'clock in the afternoon, our two local villages, Knoll and Dorridge, have got several pubs. It was pretty quiet at three o'clock in the afternoon. People were clearly, clearly cautiously uh, taking the steps back into into um, into these places. And it was very much, um, I could have gone into any of them. There's a handful of people in most of the pubs at that time in the afternoon. I think most of them have been open since lunchtime. Um, but yeah, really, really quiet. Um, I'm led to believe that all changed. So we had our meal booked in Knoll at the Allura, which is my local curry house. Um, I've been going there since I was 16 years old. Um, it, it, it's my second home. Absolutely love it in there. You know, I was first on the list to be um, to be booked in. And um, we, I took the family. Um, and so we went up there and we booked for seven o'clock nice and early. We knew that it was fully booked. Um, and, you know, even though we booked well ahead, we, we were, you know, amongst the last people to get the last few tables. Got in there, surprised to find it pretty much empty there was a handful of other people in there um they did a really great job of of managing the the hygiene everybody had the proper the full pp ppe sanitizer everywhere they served the meal in a different way as well so that you know they didn't serve the meal for you everything was done you know you handled everything yourself all the cutlery was wrapped up um did a great great job of managing the safety i have to say um major major not not be concerned at all they were only allowing one person at a time to pick up takeaways so there was no chance of bumping into anybody or anything like that so from that perspective not a problem however this is a relatively small restaurant i would say how many how many people would you say you get in the allura normally matt i would say uh 60 60 yeah 50 to 60 yeah, that's just what you're talking just down as a job there you go um Morning, Darren. Darren. Hey, Darren. I would say about 50, 50 or 60. Yeah, about that. So they would have about, I reckon they were about 20% down, roughly, 20 to 20%, 30% down because of the way they'd spaced the tables out. Yeah. Um, they had 10, 10 tables cancel on the day. So we were expecting to go in there, you know, and sort of have to be quite cautious and careful, especially as we were going to, 
see my mum and dad for Sunday lunch the next day, who are very much in the vulnerable, uh, you know, um, area of, of of the whole thing. Um, and so we were being super, we were going in there with with being super cautious. Um, the place was probably about a third full, because clearly what had happened is loads of people had just got cold feet. They'd booked up, got overexcited. Uh, decided they were going to go for it, but when it came down to it, um, the, the the fear of um, of what's gone on got the better of them, and they had ten cancellations, which I was absolutely flabbergasted by. Flabbergasted by. Um, I think it was mainly older people, more vulnerable people, from from having spoken to the manager that that did it, and a lot of them had just got takeaways instead. But it just goes to show you that. Um, Fear and the whole sort of worry around this, despite us opening up, um, is still playing a massive part as to whether or not businesses are going to be trading. I mean, I doubt they made money that night, you know, uh, opening up. I mean, it was a brilliant step in the right direction to getting things moving again. Um, however, that was my observation. So um, had a fantastic meal, by the way. Oh, it was so nice. I just really it was just so nice to get back to that a family meal out the first one for so long sent you guys the pictures yeah, you all look very um, happy. yeah and um it, it was yeah. it was awesome and um coming out so we were only in there you know i don't know an, an hour and a half tops probably probably not even that long um then observing the pubs they were busy so the pubs that yeah. were open were busy. So the owl rooms opposite, people all out on the on the street. Um, it was it was it looked busy, um, but the Grace wasn't open. So there were two two main pubs that yeah. I don't think the Grace wasn't open. I don't think the Wilsons was open either. No. Um, but um, but yeah, it 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 had clearly got, you know, very very busy. So um, and that's you know, it's a double edged sword, isn't it? It, it, it was it's great to see the place trading again and i'm delighted for for mark who owns the place you know he's he's um but and again is it mainly young people that are using it you and i talked about this map the well majority they, uh, of the people picture this is uh a picture that was surfaced uh sunday morning actually after after saturday night uh which was taken uh on one of the main roads in soho in london with all the pubs this is extreme <laughs> that I don't think any social distance is going on there. Um, yeah, as yeah. Grant said, there is it's mainly young people who are in that picture. But uh, there's there's several pictures that are floating around where there was police going through the centre of the crowd because there was so many people there. Uh, lots of, as I say, non-social distancing going on, kissing, hugging, all that. So I think all we can do is just sit and watch now and wait, you know, and and see how how, yeah. how places go because it. It's, it's. I feel this is a social experiment when we open up them pubs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a drive round uh, like Grant did on Saturday, and uh, I, I stayed in something like. But I thought I'd go and have a drive round, so I, I drove round uh, just our local district and went into Sally Hall and uh, at some pubs in the countryside. And uh, you know, they were busy. This was about half past five. They were all busy pubs, and it was it was nice to see. You know, it was good. Everybody, all the seating outside. Thank goodness we had a. A dry weekend as such it's uh it allowed people to sit outside and then i, I went for a walk on, on sunday morning and went to a, a hotel which is just down the road from us here and uh, had coffee 
outside there and spoke to the general manager there and he was uh he was saying that you know they didn't have any problems uh you know that everybody respected booking tables even though you're supposed to have this two-hour block uh to to, to to booking a lot of people were multi-booking uh in different names and they're sitting there all afternoon and he said he wasn't bothered because he said we didn't have much walk-ups uh you know the, the, everything was booked quite nicely with the ta table service which worked really well um and you know even when we had coffee there yesterday morning it was you know somebody came out took our order went in you know pay co contactless so great and, and, and i didn't yeah hold on a minute matt just got to stop you there mate Go on, mate. You went out. You went out. I, and I went out. And had a coffee. We weren't going to do that because we were just went to big dog walk. So we were just doing that. And I thought, well, now we're going we're to have a coffee. We're going to have a coffee. And it, it was, but I did afterwards think the, the cup's clean. Was the glasses clean? You know, I used to get out. Oh, no. What? You know, but you just, you've got to, you've got to get over it, haven't you? You've just got to get on. Um, I think. I mean, Andy said at the forest that uh, they that everything was being cleaned, you know, really well. Floors, glassware, walls, everything being wiped down, and you know they do their stickulars for that, so it's it's really good. Mm. But yeah, and the coffee was good, so that was uh, that was excellent. So it is happening, but let's just see what happens after that uh, after that picture. You know, it's just I think there's going to be some cases there, surely, and and that. Well, anything, anything, three, three masks, I think. That's all I can. I can't. There's no there's one in masks, is there? There's two, two, two masks. I can see. There's no, there's two. There's two. Like, yeah, there's two on the right. It's like where? <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's, 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 there's one in the middle. There's three. It's like where's Wally in it? Add a five thousand. Yeah. There's three. There's three people wearing masks. So did you do anything, Darren, or was it? Oh. Did you? I know you went. You uh, yeah. the segue. Yeah. Uh, Stuntman Darren, what are you going to do, mate? <laughs> Start calling me the fall guy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was – I am surprised. I'm really surprised. We opened on Saturday, um, all free paying. So all the sessions were free, all booked. We had one cancellation of two people. Um, and I, I'm just uh, – it's really hard. So if you, if you rewind just maybe a month or two, and you say that we've been doing everything, wiping down our food, not talking to everybody. It seems that people are doing polar opposite now. And it, and we haven't got that middle ground at all. So people were turning up. The first group all wanted to shake my hand. Just so <laughs> random. Straight up to people shake my hand. I'm sort of like, you know, straight under the cleaner, wash my hand. I'm just thinking, what on earth? You know, um, We've got all this COVID stuff in place. So even if you book, you have to tick a COVID disclaimer that you've read it before you can even get to the payment side. Um, we've got a separate container where you go in. There's hand washing stuff. You do all your disclaimers in there. That's all wiped down. Our helmets are wiped down afterwards. There's a dirty and a clean side. Um, our handlebars are, are wiped down. So we go through all that pain. But I have to say there wasn't one customer the weekend that was remotely bothered about COVID. Not remotely. We had... That said, we had a great review saying how great we were with our COVID procedures. <laughs> um, but everybody wanted to get close and had to keep moving away. Everybody, there was bizarre, just bizarre. Uh, even the point, that's the thing. You're a bit of a hugger. Yeah, well, that, well I, I am, to be honest. I'm missing the hugging thing. And it is funny because I had a build around on Friday, on Sunday. And he walked up to me to shake my hand and I was got my arms like this. So he, he felt so awkward there because I thought... <laughs> And at the end, when he finished doing his quote, 
I shook his hand, but then again, walked in like this as if I'd just put my hand in, in muck and I've got to wash it, you know what I mean? It's just like that there is, the mentality is, is that because we've come out and you can see from that picture, it's gone. And I think we, we haven't got the ground. Yeah, the tunnel. That's the <laughs> tunnel. Yeah, that, that goes under the main road. It's a great tunnel. Yeah, it's really good. Um, there was a bull the other side, which was funny. But uh, <laughs> so we had to stay around a bull. Um, but yeah, I do feel that people have just, they, they've gone from one extreme where they've protected themselves ridiculously to the other extreme where they're just literally past caring. And I well, think they, that's, that's the The government were worried about this, wouldn't they? Because that's what they said. Uh, I'm sorry, Grant, I've just got your picture up from uh, Saturday night. There it is, enjoying your meal. Um, <laughs> uh, the government were worried about this, weren't they? Because they said that because they're releasing the lockdown, and I think that the pub thing and the restaurants was the, the pinnacle of it. And I think everybody went, ah, it's all right, it's all finished now. Carry on, everybody. And I think that's how a lot of people felt, you know. And it, it's, I don't know. I, I don't want to keep saying, well, there's a lot of people over the weekend that said it's still out here, it's still out there. Um, well, it is. So's the flu. So's everything. Other diseases. I'm sort of a sweet. Yeah, it is, it is. Uh, and it is trying to find that ground, Matt, isn't it? It's trying to find that bit where you 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 you're making some measured risks, and you and I, I said as a family, we've got to do more of that measured risk. And we've obviously been hit by it hard, and we've probably gone to the extreme because of that. Um, yeah. But also, I think. You also measure your risks in different ways. Um, I'm we're stranded down here from a family point of view. So if Tracy or I was to be ill, then the support mechanism, regardless of any other situation, is going to be very hard. So again, you measure your risk that way. You can't afford one of you to be really ill. And again, we have um we we have a disabled son. So again, so you've got to you've got to. But on the flip side, Lola, who's who's fine, um, has to have some measured risk and has to have them distanced friendship outings where they go out and they keep distance uh, from each other they've got some tiktoks they've done with masks on which are hilarious but you know um it, it's 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 scaring the living daylights out of the youth it really is some of the youth should i say um but it is it's so hard to find that middle ground i, I understand grant's frustrations as well with the businesses being open and, and again as i think my message to my business partner uh saturday morning this could be start of something really as in the first site opening properly at last our site uh, or the start of something really horrible and and I honestly can't call it i just can't call it you know it's just it an experiment just like we've just got to ride through it and just yeah. uh, you know this is i think if you want if you're going to be sensible carry on being sensible uh yeah. if, you, if you want to you know go out with five thousand people go out with five thousand people and then just see what happens uh yeah. and let's see who wins <laughs> I do find it very odd, though, that um, that people, you know, are, are shaking hands and stuff like that, because it's no big deal to not shake hands. It's no big deal to just, you know, a, a, the social distancing thing. Let's face it. It's a pain in the bum, but it, it's it's you know, it's not that difficult, is it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and, and it just I just find that really odd because yeah. most people I've interacted with and admittedly it's not been many. Um, because of you know <laughs> what been going through have, have kind of understood so you know i mean i've been going to work with a colleague of mine um sort of once a week ish um we've not shaken hands once you know we've both observed and, and neither of us are particularly you know um what's the word we're not overly you know worried Tactic. about about 
yeah. Oh, really? well, no, I'm, I'm, what, what I mean is that um, it's not like um, we're that we're that we're not worried about catching it. You know, I think I've, I'm pretty certain I've already had it, and if I hadn't, I'm not really that bothered whether I catch it or not. I don't think it's going to kill me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and so, but even so, we've both been respectful, uh, and and we've not shook hands. We've not got close to each other. Um, that's not that's we we did go we, we did drive in a car together once, but I made sure the roof was down, <laughs> and so there was like, there was plenty of fresh air around. Um, but I I just I just find it very odd that people would just blatantly ignore the yeah. the, the social distancing. It's almost like it's. I, I, I find that really odd. And, and you could because they come in groups for us as well. They've they've congregated around, so it's been really hard. So I wanted to get into the office a couple of times, but they're standing in the doorway, so I'm standing there. And can you excuse me, please? But even that, they just haven't got it at all. And and this is four or five separate groups of people, and I'd say every single one of them. And and I have to say as well, try not to be derogatory to our to our trade, but of different um, perceived intelligence. Those bloody Segway drivers, in it, you know. Absolutely. There's people at the top that I would say are running their own businesses, so I have some now, some whatever else, didn't care. And we've got people that were just um, more challenging to uh, deal with uh, as a bit more um, Larry going around the course and whatever else, so from the opposite end of the scale. So it was, it was general. It was a real general feel that people... I've had enough, and they're just carrying on with their day. And I was just like, didn't even ask. Well, no one was concerned. No one said, is this helmet being cleaned? Have you wiped down the segways? We've got a checklist. Um, and no one asked to see that. No one was interested. Not interested in slice. They wanted to get on their free ride. <laughs> so dogs are open. That's it. It's done. It's yeah. uh, That's what I'm saying. Just just moving on, as we're talking about pubs and stuff, the, the, Darren, what's your take on the government help for the venues and the theatres? This morning, obviously, because oh. I know you're not a thespian, but uh, as the gig venues, they're, they're supplying or they're going to put in 1.5 billion uh, yeah. to support the uh, the arts over the next few months. I is think that's mad. Down here, we've got some, we've got uh, theatres. So if you look in Barcelona, there's a theatre, very, and they're very small in comparison. They're not the repertory theatre. Um, yeah. They do big stars in some of them. And we've got one in Ilfracoom, which is like uh, the one in Ilfracoom. It's, it's quite a new one. It's in the shape of mining um, towers. It's, it's quite niche. It's quite uh, a, a nice looking place. But again, they're all owned by a, a small company. Or they're back, they're, they've closed and reopened, as in almost come to administration. And they're yeah. wonderful things for my kids, you know, to have somewhere within an hour that I can go. And even the big one down in Plymouth, um, that has struggled massively and had to have loads of layoffs. Um, I, I think it's great. I, I think it's one of the areas that, and of course, being a musician, um, get, gets overlooked. And it's and they're big business, but they're they're a different type of business, aren't they? It's not so hard nose in, in the same way you're making business out of, of more fun and whatever else. But I, I think it's a great a great investment and, and about time. I think well, know, it, sort of people can't just shut down enjoyment. You know, know. in the theatres. I, I mean, the, the, we're not. I don't think we're going to get live music. Or, or theatres till next year now, I think. And that's, I think you've got to rule out this year completely. Um, but, yeah, it, I think looking what they're saying, they're going to give uh, 800, uh, 800 million in grants 
which means great, which they don't have to pay those back. And then the rest is going to be in loans, um, which obviously will be a, probably a bounce back top of loan or whatever for these uh, for the theatres because they can't. There's nothing they can do because theatres theatres are such scraped through as it is because the you know they have to fill those seats and it's a it's it's a real particular number they have to hit to make sure it, it's profitable. So they're going to have to have support and we can't lose our uh, you know our, our theatre. Uh, yeah. side of things and and the gigs the pubs well that's just have to wait till till it comes around because we as you if any pubs that people went out to over the weekend there's obviously no music being played at all it's not allowed to play any music background music or anything um just in case increases the volume level that you're speaking in because when you start shouting your droplets come out the mouth faster and further that's the reason for that mm. so uh yeah one they're not supposed to play music is that is that, I've not heard no, that no one. No music. No music, yeah. No music Ooh. at all. Yeah, no music at all. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that was it was coming. Uh, they announced that last week. Um, your experience, Grant. <laughs> what was that, mate? Your experience a little bit different the weekend. Was there some slight background music going on in places in venues? There might have okay. been. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think background music. If you you know in in restaurants, uh, but the, you know the idea is not to get people shouting. So. Uh, yeah. No, like music. music's probably fine, but mm -hmm. uh, no music at all at any higher level, which is you know, which is fair enough. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think you can say that my social, my Friday night house party, which um, I, I don't know if anybody saw, because obviously I know you're all busy people, but uh, we we did have a few people around in the garden uh, just the day before the, the, the lockdown eased, um, and it was uh, uh, this, this was a camera shot that was about nine o'clock. Uh, and if anybody's been following the house party on a on a Friday night, we had the, we've had this stalker uh, whose Birmingham Bob his name is, and he's actually in the bottom right hand corner there, uh, who was outside my house with the camera, which was very worrying. Um, but we had a few people in, and it was great. And uh, it, there's me and Birmingham Bob because I, I invited him in. I knew who he was, so don't panic. There was a few people who were panicking, but I did know who he was, and it's uh, somebody I know. Um, but so uh, yeah, and that was great, and we, we had a great night, and it was like everybody was in the garden, in the kitchen, and it was, it was two families as such, but it was brilliant to do that again. You know, yeah, it was really good. Um, uh, but of course, the families are so big because our, we've got five in our family, and then you know that other family had six in them. So <laughs> there was a lot of people in there, uh, yeah. but it was great to do that. That was really a game changer for me for the past three months to uh, to be able yeah. to have like that again. It was uh, it was really really good. Well, I think that was the for half an hour there, so that was good. Anything else? Oh, the park. Can I just? Oh, just about the holiday park. So just I just want to get a bit of a realistic okay. view. Um, so we was told by one family that by the A thirty that um that they saw the night prior to the fourth so they'd be the friday night it was gridlocked with caravans at night time and i think what that was was probably people who's booked panicking that it's going to be busy the following day um and getting down early it, it's not as as they've forecast nowhere near um i didn't see any traffic i have to travel about an hour and 20 minutes up to Woolacoon. um i didn't i saw three motorhomes and one caravan um Coming back, uh, I think, was it Sunday? I went to our Butte site, which is on a caravan site, um, and did a tour there. And it, I'd say it's at about third capacity. Really? Uh, so considering we're supposed to be absolutely rammed, 
people are still turning up slowly, but it's nothing like what people have forecast. So the 80,000 and the mass influx, no, it's, it's, it's not that case. Not, not that I've seen from, from two caravan sites and, and been on the local roads. Yeah, I think people were scaremongering the night before. So you've got that typical build-up where people have booked. Mm. But no, we're not, we're not seeing that mass influx of business. But again, just to reiterate what Grant and what you've said, Matt, I, I drove through Bude, which is normally a bit sorry-looking. And there's a pub called The Carriers and people were sitting outside. And as much as part of me pains to say, it was nice to see people. It was nice to see viewed a little bit more vibrant. Um, the impact, none of us know. But I, I do... I... Oh. It made it look like you were walking into a fashion theatre. There was that much tape on the floor. Etc. Oh, well, yes. Um, you know, I don't see. But just to end on that, it's just like I say, the influx and all the busyness and whatever else, a little bit of over media madness, really. I think it will build, but I don't think it's going to be what we. It's not the streets that you showed on that picture, that's for sure. No, 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 no particularly to London. I mean, on, on the caravan front, uh, is obviously I'm connected with the caravan site in Wales and. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, they've obviously had notification now that they can open on the, I think it's the 13th um, of July, okay. but they only can have uh, owners. They can't rent out the caravans, uh, the Welsh government have said. So okay. uh, that's interesting. And everybody's a little bit up in arms with that because obviously, you know, a lot of these people who buy these caravans, which are expensive, and they want to rent them out to earn the money to pay for the, the site mm -hmm. rent and all that. And it's, uh, so that's a, a, that's going to be an interesting one to watch, but um i'm i'm actually venturing to them as soon i think it's next week i'm going to be over to the uh to the, to the caravan park so i'll hopefully be broadcasting from there they've sorted the wi-fi out, yeah. wi out over the three months so uh that should be good um but yeah so that's going to be interesting to see how that works because you we, we keep forgetting that england and scotland are so they're like two weeks behind us you know it's uh they're mm -hmm. sort of opening up the well, next week aren't they well yeah you know, so it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Okay, then, people. Uh, just want to say thank you to everybody who voted uh, for our podcast. We it was a bit of a surprise one. I was notified on a Saturday that we were uh, able to take votes because we had to hit a certain number of uh, listeners and all views on uh, well, listeners on podcast. So uh, everybody who voted for us, thank you very much. I doubt we're going to win because the uh, the applications are open from the beginning of June. So I think there may be some other people got a few more than us, but it doesn't matter. It's a place to start, isn't it? Yes. Next year, Matt. Next, Next year. year yeah. uh, and also, <laughs> uh, uh, so I just want to briefly mention we've been contacted by a, a booking service uh, which books people onto podcasts. So we'll be getting some new guests. You know, not regular ones, just one-offs that uh, we'll be notified for and we can ask questions to them. And that'll be happening over the next few weeks. So that's quite exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's all it's all looking good. So thanks, gentlemen, for being with us today. Uh, anything else? Does anybody want to say anything else? No no final comments? I'll, I'll save mine for tomorrow. I've got I've got a couple of things. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. It's fine. Yeah, no problem. Okay, excellent. All right, we'll see you all tomorrow at 12 o'clock. See you soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.